When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. It's Wednesday, uh, November 9th. And I was going to start out the podcast with this little gem of a clip. Um, <laughs> it is uh, South Park with Matt Damon said, Fortune favors the brave. And everyone lost their effing mind. <laughs> That's the title on YouTube. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, on YouTube, uh, then you can see it. I linked to it. I put it in the chat. Um, you can see it. Uh, but I want to start out <laughs> FTX. I posted on LinkedIn, and I'll link it, a, a, a link on my Twitter. But Sean Purry, who's uh, the host of My First Millions podcast, did a just a master class on what happened to FTX and what is actually going on with FTX. Um, simply because I didn't understand it. Uh, I read this. Now I completely understand it. Sam Bankman-Fried screwed everybody. Um, he's probably, he's lost 94% of his net worth in 24 hours. He is down billions of dollars. Um, he pretty much lied uh, on his Twitter. Um, a competitor wound up coming in and taking him out just absolutely savage um, what they did. So I will link to it. Sean Purry, you're a genius. Love it. Um, if you're not following him, him on LinkedIn, you absolutely should. I think he does more on LinkedIn these days than he actually does on uh, Twitter. So, uh, but it was interesting. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to start podcast out with um, is a thank you. And usually I get thanks emails every day for teaching you guys some stuff. Um, but this particular email kind of hit home. The thank you emails, you know, guys, you are great. I mean, I, I'm happy to do this. Remember, I don't get paid to do this. I'm making pennies <laughs> uh, compared to, I, I, I think, you know, I'll clear somewhere in the neighborhood of hundreds of dollars this year on this podcast because I don't monetize it. Um, Spotify pays me every now and then. Um, but the majority of what I'll make are is uh, it's on tips from you guys. It's on the support that you guys do. Um, but what fills me with more gratitude is the thanks. When you guys tell me that you've learned stuff, it's great thanks. But uh, somebody in specifically, and I won't mention their name, sent me a screenshot of their actual uh, account and how they're doing so much better since they started listening to this. And they kind of did. And it's what I do all the time is I kind of look back on um, how I traded five years ago, two years ago versus how much more I know now um, and, and the great teachers that I've had. And I've learned, again, I have to put together that damn video <clears throat> of what I learned and I'll charge you guys five, 10, 15, 20 bucks, whatever it is. Um, but it's not going to be super in-depth. It's going to lead you to several different YouTube channels and, and, and um, some of the, the blogs that I read and some of the websites that I use. Uh, but it'll be a comprehensive way for you to learn a little bit more. 
Um, and then you've got to just practice. That's essentially it. But this particular person said, um, hey, I look back on the, the six months that I've been listening to your podcast and how much I've learned and how much I'm trading differently. Uh, even D-Man sent me a message on YouTube, commented on the YouTube channel last night that uh, he's killed it with VVV. I'll take a look at that one. Um, but he realizes that how, how important it is to actually not fall in love with a position and get out. So that's what I like. Again, the supporters, thank you guys for tipping me. Thank you for supporting me. The links are in the description. Um, again, I don't make money other than you guys. And I'll, I won't charge you anything. If I can make advertising money, I'll do it. Uh, it's just, I'm not willing to put in the effort to get a sales guy and do all that stuff yet. So if you hear an ad, listen to it. Click on whatever link. There's a link for visible phone service. Switch your phone service, dude. Um, you've got to do it. I pay 25 bucks a month. I think Visible is 30 bucks a month for their bottom tier plan. You get 20 bucks, I get 20 bucks. It's great. I love the service. Uh, one that I'm going to look at to start with is Tesla. Um, remember how I told you guys on the daily there's a gap? You have no confirmation right now. Even though you're under a 200, and I would say buy it under 200, you're trading at 191. Um, I, I, I do think that we go back and we visit this gap, uh, honestly, and it's between 138 and 140, I think. Um, let's just go back here and look. Yeah. Here's the gap that I'm talking about. 137 to 144. My belief is that we go back and we touch that. And, and, and I don't say that meaning that I hope that it goes back to that, those positions. Um, I hope that it stays and finds some support somewhere else. I just don't see support somewhere else. Their earnings are coming up um, in January. There's no real catalyst here. Nothing. The RSI is at 28. If you wanted to buy it now, uh, if you want to put $1,000 in, I'd say buy $200 worth of it. Um, you know, dollar cost average your way in. I do think when we get into a healthier market, this gap right here at 257 to 262, that one gets filled. And, and it's going to start using that 200-day as a, a resistance level. If that 200-day comes down below this 250, then we probably won't fill that gap anytime soon. Um, that's just my take on it. Uh, but we do know why, why it, w it has been going down so hard. Elon sold $3.95 billion worth of shares uh, over the past week, two weeks. Um, he said he was done selling his shares to fund the Twitter uh, Twitter purchase, but he wound up selling $4 billion more. He has sold so much Tesla stock, and every time he sold stock, it's come back. So um, that's just my take, uh, but you can do what you want. Uh, earnings yesterday, Disney just missed. Horrible guidance. Um, bad thing. Just FYI, October 3rd, Kramer said he was bullish on, uh, on Disney. Now, where were we on October 3rd? October 3rd, we were trading at 96. We're 99. Eh, probably not a horrible call. Uh, it, October 3rd, um, here, you had a MACD cross up a few days later. You were about 95. I think we go back down there. Um, I do think that we're going to hit 93 today. So, um, you know, do what you want. I, I, I'm 
believe that Disney is a good long-term value. Uh, I do think that you trade between 90 and 100. Uh, anything under 100, you can buy. Here's the thing. If you trade Disney, what's great about Disney is if you get 5 6 7% in Disney and you sell it, you can always buy it back. Um, you can just trade in and out of this one. The great thing about Disney is... Um, other than when it's trading here. What we'll take a look at is historically. Let's look at a weekly of Disney. Now, this is a weekly. Here's where it was the pandemic on 2020. When you look at pre-pandemic, it was at 112. That probably is a, a legitimate um, price for Disney. So if you're trading between 90 and 100, uh, you don't mind holding this for the long term. Um, if there's any inkling that they're going to get rid of ABC, uh, there was a great guy on this morning. Who watches ABC? Who turns on ABC on their uh, their TV and watches primetime? Nobody, unless there's a college football game or some special news event. You don't watch ABC. So ABC is just a drag. I mean, all these networks outside of sports and news, they're just drags. There's no primetime uh, TV. Hulu has, you know, dope sick. Great, great Hulu feature. Never played on ABC, even though uh, yes, you know Disney owns uh, Hulu. Why wouldn't it play on ABC? They're just not doing things well. So uh, Disney, I, I think you can trade it. If you bought it at 99, hold on to it. If you bought it at 102, just hold on to it. Don't sell it for a loss. Hold it for that long-term capital gains, um, either a, a, a long-term capital gains sell where you can sell at a loss if you do, but you're not going down 40% on Disney. And I, again, this is where Jim Cramer was saying at 170, 180. Yeah, he bought more Disney up here for his charitable club. Yeah, and you're paying $600 for that service. Douche. What a douche. Um, so yeah, uh, we're going to look at that one. Let's look at yesterday's... Um, Yesterday's earnings that I went over. So Disney was one. AMC. We're going to look at uh, AMC. Uh, I think they're down in pre-market. Let's switch over to Active Trader Pro so I can look at just a two-day of these. Uh, AMC. We're going to go to a two-day. Do, 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 do. It's flat. Kind of soared up here after earnings were announced. You can see great trade during earnings. Kind of flat. Closed yesterday at 562. It's at 542. Uh, Upstart reported disappointing earnings. Again, these companies, remember, I said they're not making money. So that was the danger. Uh, well, you went from 19 and you're trading at 15. Horrible earnings. Occidental Petroleum, they announced earnings. They're down slightly. This is an oil company. You can see they're, they're, they're down. They're, they closed at 74. They're down at 72. They're on the downside. They have no confirmation whatsoever, so I wouldn't buy into this one. If we go back to the algorithm view and I look at Oxy here, uh, let's see. Oxy, they're down 2.93%. You still have confirmation. Honest to God, it's, it's, it's high. It's starting to button hook, um, but you still have confirmation. I wouldn't, I'm not getting out. You, their next catalyst is December 9th, the, the dividend. But it's not a huge dividend. Let's see if we type in Oxy into Finviz. Uh, their dividend is 0.69%. Not huge. 
But Warren Buffett's not getting out. I'm not getting out. Let's see the insider sales. Um, the last insider sale was, or last insider buy was September 28th by Berkshire, $105 million. The day before he bought $157 million. And the day before that, he bought $89 million worth of stock in Oxy. And so that was September 28th, 27th, 26th. Let's go back to September 26th. September 26th, uh, which, you know, he's at 60. That's where I said, hey, under 60, buy it. Over 60, you can sell it anytime you want over 60. This gap right here will be filled between 62 and 61. At some point in time, this one comes down to that level. I don't know when it is, but with December 5th coming up, um, yeah, I... You know, December 5th is the, the European sanctions on, on uh, Russian oil. I can't imagine that the price of oil just doesn't soar after that. So let's go back to Active Trader Pro and we will look at do, 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 Mara. So, uh, like I said, fortune favors the brave. Uh, if you're a Tom Brady and Giselle going through their divorce and having to uh, liquidate some, some of their investments, maybe in FTX, yeah, fortune favors the brave. Talk to your buddy Matt Damon. Um, they're going to lose a bunch. Crypto's just getting killed. Um, it's, it's another day where it's just going to get killed. What's funny about Mara is you saw this run up to $10 and 60 cents early in the morning. And that's the crypto crash right there. But what happened in the afternoon was it started to come back. Then you get your earnings and boom, it kind of goes up again, but it lost it again because of just crypto. Um, this is a miner. They don't hold typically hold their 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 crypto. What they do is they mine their crypto, and then they 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 mine it when it's low, and they sell it when it's high. Oh yeah, Disney is down eight percent to ninety one. Uh, yeah, and James, hold it, hold it, buy it, buy it when it's lower. I mean, here's the thing: say you bought it at Disney at a hundred yesterday. Just hoping, you know, hopefully you got it under 100 because that was kind of the pivot point that I said. Say you bought it at 100 and you bought, you didn't, you know, go balls deep. Uh, you went maybe 50%. So you'd have $1,000 that you wanted to invest. You bought a, a 50% on 100. Um, then you buy 50% at 90. All of a sudden you're at 95. You only need to get to 95. 95 from 91 Right now, you'll, you'll hit 90 today. I think you'll hit 90 at some point in time during the market today. And you buy another 50%. 95 way more realistic. Yeah, James, high five. There you go. Good job. Only about 20%. See, my teachings are working. Uh, but Mara, back to Mara, you're good. I, I mean, I, I again, if you're going to invest in crypto, invest in something that doesn't necessarily hold directly crypto. You can trade GBTC, you can trade ETHE, you can trade any one of those Greystoke, um, Greystone, uh, you know, crypto funds. Um, don't own them, just trade them, trade them. Um, you know, crypto, if you want to own crypto, have one to 5% of your net worth in crypto. It can be game changing. I would say Ethereum and Bitcoin. Those are the only two that I probably trust. I don't know crypto space. Full disclosure, don't know crypto space. Um, Affirm is one that uh, AFRM is, if I can type. 
Uh, they announced earnings and they got tanked too. Most everything yesterday got tanked. So I'm still an active trader pro looking at it. You can see it pre-market just tanked. Um, let's go into Boyle. This is my favorite trade. Boyle is interesting because uh, it got tanked yesterday. And like I said yesterday, it, even you know during the day, uh, hopefully you got out at that 50, at that 43, um, where it opened up, just never had confirmation, completely went down. Had some confirmation in the afternoon at about 2 p.m. But if you trade this regularly, you know the afternoon volume just isn't there to support a rally. It went from about, uh, looks like 39 up to about 41. I wouldn't have said, hey, trade it. You're at 35 today. Now, if we go back to Active Trader uh, Trend Spider and we look at Boyle in here, um, Boyle is back to, uh, it's going to gap down. So you're going to basically at this 38 level where the candle was, 39 level where the candle was, you're going to gap down here to about 35 and it's going to create that gap. Now, somebody asked me, should I buy it because it's way down? Well, you got to wait for your confirmation. Look at this, though. Look at the volume. Volume's trending up. When volume's trending up, typically price will go up. Um, you see kind of here, the volume is kind of staying the same. It dips down, but then it starts to slowly just kind of level off. Uh, let's get a better example of this. Um, when volume actually starts to go up. Uh, do, do, do. Here you go. Look at the spike. When it spiked up. You had that go those gaps up there. And then in you know February all the way up here. Now here's what I want to show you. Should I buy it based on long term? Because I think this one's really going to go up. We're going to go to a weekly chart. Because I want to show you where it's actually trading. This is a decaying asset. So it doesn't get better. You just have ups and downs on this one. If you're buying and, and hoping that this one just, you know, continues to go up higher, you're out of your freaking mind. This one ain't going higher. Uh, this down here is a 23. Uh, this is going to reverse split at some point in time. And there, it's just like UCL. Let's look at KOLD and we'll look at the weekly on uh, KOLD. Because uh, KOLD is going to wind up up today. But KOLD trades inversely. Uh, look at the long term on this one. It's dropped down. So where do you think this one's going to go back to? KOLD is going to continue to go back up here. If you want to buy something long term, KOLD. I mean, you know, again, this, this one is a decaying asset as well. It's just gotten killed because natural gas has gone up. Uh, speaking of natural gas, they had their earnings and let's look at LNG, Chenier Energy. This is the one that basically takes liquid natural gas out of the ports in Louisiana and ships them over to Europe. Now you got a shit ton of ships hanging off of the European coast because Europe can't accept it because their reserves are, are already, um, full. You've had a warm winter. Worst possible scenario for the price of natural gas has happened. You've got reserves, uh, which should get depleted. You've got the potential of Russia peace in Ukraine. Um, just, you know, kind of rolling the dice. So you've got this one at 173. I don't think I would put more money into this one. Uh, if you're in this, I might get out. If you've got a significant profit, 
I might get out of this. Uh, I think 150. See how right here, 150. This is kind of a support line right there. You can clearly see it. And if it goes back down to that 150, you buy it again. Because it'll go back up to want that 170 as long as we have natural gas issues. Year to date, it's up 70%. You're only 4% off your 52-week high. There's no reason to buy into this one. But there is a reason to sell it because you're so far up there towards your 52-week high. Um, the average target price is 204. I, I just, you know, again, I, I don't see a reason to, to buy this one. Uh, another podcast favorite that I wanted to go over that I haven't looked at in a long time is Costco. You're at 492. I said anything under 500, you should buy it. Uh, this one had a nice run up here from 471. It got you out with a 1% uh, gain. I probably would have gotten you out here above 500. So you would have gotten at least what? 8%, 6, 7%, somewhere around there. Um, so it, 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 see that button hook? Yeah. And then, then it lost its confirmation. So you could have gotten out probably over 500 and been completely happy. At some point in time, and I don't know if it's going to be this particular run, but you can see um, the MACD is about to cross up again. The RSI is a little bit high, uh, but there's a gap up here between 530 and 539. At some point, that gets filled. Don't know when it is, but I'll keep an eye on it. Uh, United Healthcare. Healthcare is going to continue to grow. Um, the elections last night wasn't overwhelmingly red like everybody thought. Uh, the most likely scenario is that the Republicans take control of the House, which means they're going to freaking be dumb and start all of their uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene investigations. Uh, it was clear that uh, DeSantis, uh, DeSantis is the stronger Republican Party than Trump right now. Uh, so it'll be interesting when when uh, uh, 2024 comes up because Trump Trump just didn't didn't sell. Uh, DeSantis did clear. Uh, Rubio won his uh, unfortunately his uh, primary. Not a fan of him. Kennedy I believe won his primary in Louisiana. I really like that Gary Gary Clarkson. I think his name was really liked him. I wish he would have beaten um, Kennedy. But you can clearly see United Health. United Health is going to continue to kill it. Healthcare is continuing to raise. You know, its costs are going up. United Healthcare. It's the granddaddy of all the the insurance companies. Uh, you have confirmation. I've said anything below five hundred, you buy. Uh, clearly, here it dipped down below five hundred. Should have bought at five sixteen. You know what? Another one was that uh, I've been right about. From a long-term perspective, Goldman Sachs, look at this one. Uh, remember when I said a few weeks ago, a month ago, uh, buy it when it dips under 200, under 300, I'm sorry. It's at 364 right now. Great, great stock, great management team. Uh, it is too high to buy right now. The RSI is at 83. No way I would buy this one. Even though their catalyst is coming up on um, November 30th with their dividend, it's not big enough to buy. Wait till it comes back down. Uh, Cleveland Cliffs, we had the cross-up yesterday. Uh, and I want to show this one. Do, 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 do. Cleveland Cliffs, we had it at 1365. We're at 1391 today. You do have confirmation on this one. Uh, you can probably get it at 1365 today. I think at some point it's going to be at 1365. Uh, let's see. I'm looking at it in Active Trader Pro. Um, it is at 1361. You can buy it even down today. 
it's got no confirmation whatsoever right now. I'd wait until a little bit later today to see that you can get it, you know, the the right price. But I think you're going to continue continue this run from a, a long term perspective. So I think thirteen sixty one. The only thing that worries me is this twelve dollar to twelve fifty gap that's created here. Um, but as long as you stay above that confirmation, you should be good. Just make sure you, your stop loss is tight on that one. SOXL I talked about. It'll be interesting because I do have a scan that hit later uh, that I'll talk about in the chip world. $9.27 was the buy-in. Um, that was after a 20% gain. I'd still be in from this $7 uh, purchase that we had. You're $10.17. You might come down a little bit today, but you've still got confirmation above that nine day. So I don't necessarily think that you get out of this one. Just this stock market is just deadly sometimes. Um, ATVI, Activision Blizzard. They had their earnings, no mention of Microsoft takeover issues, blah, blah, blah. Um, this is one Warren Buffett bet at this price. It was about, I think it may have even been 75 or 77, um, but it was definitely in the 70s. He bought millions of dollars of uh, Activision Blizzard. He's not an insider. I can't see an insider buy for him. but. Uh, that he bought a ton. The Microsoft deal is set to go through at $95. I don't know that it's necessarily worth it because there's a lot of regulation that's been brought up around this purchase, specifically the game um, Call of Duty. Uh, I know sharing with the Sony platforms. Microsoft has said, don't worry, we're going to share with all the platforms. Um, here's what you have to know about Activision Blizzard. And you can clearly see it on the left-hand side here. There's a gap all the way down to 65. I think that's where we're going right now. I think you're going back to this $65. And the reason I think that is Wall Street seems to think that this deal won't go through, which does mean that Activision get Blizzard gets a sudden injection of cash because there's a breakup fee. So if the deal doesn't go through... Microsoft has to pay the breakup fee. Um, but you've clearly gotten this, this, this gap here starting to be filled. Uh, if this gets filled all the way down and you don't have confirmation right now, it's at 65. I think if you dip below 70, you might be, and you're willing to basically gamble, um, throw, roll the dice, I think you can gamble below 70. Uh, and I think if you, you know, you get closer to the earnings and you get some confirmation, uh, above that nine day, I think it, it might be a good thing. <clears throat> Roblox. Uh, I talked about this one being the actual metaverse company. Well, they announced earnings and they, they kind of lost the shirt. So, um, it, it doesn't have confirmation right now. You got out, you got in October 13th at $35. You got out with a 12% gain here on November 4th. Um, you clearly could have sold it closer to $50, which would have been a nice 20% gain instead of 12%. So I, I do think that the algorithm works on this one, just so you're aware. The algorithm loses you 57% versus losing 38% with buying and holding. Um, your average win on this is 1834. You would not buy it right now. It is clearly in free fall right now. But I think when it gets down to that $30 range, I think that's a pretty good support range for it to, uh, to fall. 
Uh, in fact, let me look at what it's trading at right now because I think it was at the close to that $30 range. Um, it's at 35 so you, you've clearly got a downward trending stock here on the downward trend, and it's kind of going to open up right about here. And see that gap? It's going to fill this gap down to about 36.19, my guess. Might open at 35.14 um, because we're one minute until open. But that's where you're going to see the, the candle open up um, right there. So I do think that there's an uh, opportunity there. The trading desk, and I'm going over all of these that don't make money. Um, they, they announced, at, but they were up. So the trading desk, let's see. Um, they are. Uh, they are opening up at 46, almost 10% up. So they announced earnings this morning. It should go well. I mean, you should see a gap up here to from 43 to 46 on the open, uh, which means you're going to fill the gap on the way down. It's got no confirmation. I don't think it's anything that you buy into. I think it's, you know, eh, it's okay. Uh, I brought up a VIA stock, A-V-Y-A, from my buddy Scott who works there. And I was looking at this pre um, on YouTube Live just before. You've got a gap here between 82 and 92. So I don't know that I'd necessarily buy into this one. Um, but it's interesting because Scott had messaged me, hey, um, there's some problems, but we should be pretty good. He didn't have any insider information or anything. But he was buying here at 60. Well, you're $1.53 today. Pretty good move. You had a 40% uptick in this one. You bought in, got right out with a 7% loss. You're in this at 127. Um, and it, it just, it's not moving. But the catalyst are their earnings, November 18th. Um, company seems to be okay. I don't know. But uh, earnings today, Rivian reports after the bell. Um, R-I-V-N is one. Uh, let's look at the chart on this one. Here's the thing. Rivian still is not making money. If today, if yesterday's earnings are any indication, the companies that aren't making money just aren't popping. They are going down. And you've got this gap down here between 26 and 27. If you wanted to gamble on this one, and this is just a bet, but I may buy a put, buy a couple of puts, you know? See if you can get down down here after earnings. Buy a couple of puts. That MAGD is clearly down. The RSI is down at 38, so it might be a little bit of a risk. Uh, but I can't imagine that they come out. Uh, you know, Lucid yesterday um, announced to hold it, uh, their holdings, and you can clearly see um, they've lost Mojo. Uh, let's see where Lucid is. Uh, LC. Is it RX, LCDX? Uh, I'm on Active Trader Pro. Uh, oh, and my Active Trader Pro just froze. Um, and my Active Trader Pro just froze. So let me restart this one. Um, force quit. Active Trader Pro. I'm going to restart this one and we'll get back to that one. But Rivian um, is one that you could absolutely. Uh, play uh, just because it's not making money. Um, uh, uh, Lucid announced that they uh, guided. I'll look at that one as it's uh, as it, as Active Trader Pro starts up. But Lucid announced.
take a look at their earnings. Let's see. Let's go into LCID is the uh, the symbol. And you can see they announced plunges as reservations for cards drop. Now, Rivian's not in that same realm. Uh, Rivian has plenty of rev reservations. Uh, I have several friends with the car. Um, I know Rivian is a quality company. They are backed by Amazon. Lucid isn't as uh, liquid as Rivian is. Rivian's pretty liquid. Uh, so uh, I, I, I would expect Rivian to bounce down just like, you know, here's what. See, they're not making money. Uh, their price to sales is 130 So let's look at Rivian's price to sales. This is going to be crazy. Um, uh, Rivian price to sales. Remember, Lucid is one thirty. We're gonna do this one. Do 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 fifty nine. So they've got some room to grow here at thirty one. Uh, let's look at uh, Rivian is R I V N. Do do and Rivian right now is trading do 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 at thirty dollars. They've got no confirmation. They're trending down. I think the entire market's trending down. Yeah. NASDAQ is down uh, 1%. So uh, let's look at one that I wanted to. Oh, uh, VET is one that I wanted to look at. <clears throat> Vermilion Energy. They report today after the bell. It's down below that nine day. You're starting to see that button hook right there. Um, the RSI is trending down at 53. Uh, you've got this gap here. See, there's one gap here. There's another gap here. There's another gap here. Uh, you've got gaps all the way down to 20. My expectation for Vermillion is that on earnings, just because Oxy wasn't that strong, Devin wasn't that strong, and you had these run-ups into earnings, is that we see it go down to 20, and that's a buying opportunity. Because, uh, let's see, VET right here. Uh, you've got a PE of 4.94. This is in the oil and gas, energy, oil and gas, uh, September 16th, downgraded to sector perform. There's no real price target. Uh, there's a Zax. Zax sucks. PR Newswire, Vermilion Energy announces timing of third quarter release. There's no real news on this. You know, top seven. There's a good one here from Investors Daily. Top seven energy sticks stocks to buy right now, October 24th. If we go back to October 24th, um, you can clearly see that we had a close to a MACD cross-up. We had it on October 20th. So when that article came out, you were at 22. You almost made your 10% there. Pretty good. Uh, but they're coming out. One that Zephin wanted me to go over is Target. Uh, actually, you know what? Before, Let me go over Target. And then I'll go over BBW for Sam on Instagram. Here's Target. Gaps all over the place. Um, you've got a gap down here. Clearly, you have a downward trender, um, and you got out with port four four percent. You've got their catalyst is November fifteenth next week. They've got earnings coming up. Can they announce that they've gotten their inventory stuff under control? Um, that's going to be the key. If they announce that, yeah, we see an uptick. Target, uh, by the way, announced that they have a price match for the holiday season. So if you come in there and you say, hey, uh, I found this on Amazon, 
um, for this price, they'll match it. So Target's, Target's doing some pretty aggressive things for the, the holidays. Um, you've got clearly got this gap up here all the way to 212. I would expect with this downward trend that this gap between 151 and 153 is probably in more in the making um, before the earnings. I would probably look to get this between 150 and 155. Um, and that's if you're investing long term. I hold this one at 111. Uh, when, you when you look at the long term on this one, you can clearly see we're in a downward trend. This isn't something. But here's the thing. Look at Target. We will look at Target. Target's PE is 18. Remember, the uh, S&P wants it at 17. So it is a little bit high. It's got a 2.67% dividend, so you get paid while you're holding it. It's not like you need the, the stock to go up the entire time when you're holding it. Walmart, which is the granddaddy of them all, its PE is 28. So, and, and look, it's been going up. So, I, and they only have a 1.57% dividend. By the way, Walmart year-to-date is only down 1%. This is clearly a much better uh, stock in a recession. Um, but you've got this, you know, this was earlier this year where you kind of gapped down. I hold both stocks. I hold more Target than I do Walmart. Uh, obviously, I picked wrong. But I do think the Target comes back to uh, its heyday. I just think that their inventory stuff, they're just doing it wrong. Um, when I, you know, personally, I will tell you, when I go into sh uh, shop for groceries and things at, Wal at Target, it's trouble. I mean, you know, everyday items, it's trouble at Target. Walmart, they have them there. The stores look better for me for Walmart. It, well, it depends on where you're at. So, uh, but Target, I do like. Now, let's take a look at FANG stocks before we get into some of the energy stuff and um, some of the scans, which I will get into. I wanted to look at FANG. Uh, and there's a lot of analyst predictions that FANG will not lead us for the next five years, that it's going to be something else that leads us. It's going to be financials. It's going to be uh, healthcare. It's going to be energy for the next five years. Uh, but Fang will continue to flounder, trade in trading range, blah, blah, blah. So I figured we'd take a look at some of the charts of Fang uh, and some of my personal opinions about the companies. Meta, it's way up, up 6% at 102 today. It gapped up, completely gapped up. Um, you can see here, right here. Now, it won't show a gap because the gap will only happen when the candle is closed because if for some reason... Meta winds up going back down to 97, you won't have a gap. But clearly, you're starting to cover this gap all the way up here to 128. We had a buy-in at 95. I'm not confident in that buy at 95, but I am confident that at some point in time, we, we close this gap to 129. Uh, it's just a company that's making too much money. They announced layoffs. And that's essentially why the stock is flying upwards, because he's finally admitting that he's got to reduce his costs. So what he's doing is he's reducing his costs in overhead of, um, of uh, actual uh, workforce. So as he reduces that, eh, your costs come down. Um, so let's look at Apple, since that's part of uh, Fang. Uh, you guys know. I, my large portion of my portfolio is Apple. You have no confirmation in Apple whatsoever right now. 
Uh, I do think that you're coming down to the probably see this gap right here between 135 and well, you've covered that one. There's another one earlier um, and it was well earlier. Let's look at a daily because I believe it's way back when uh, where it actually uh, provides a gap. See right here, 123. There's kind of a, a, a pretty good support level. Um, if I bring this back to here, where we went down to this level, see the, uh, the, the volume level right here at 134? You're getting that volume shelf to provide you the bounces. The next vo volume shelf is 126, where you do have some pretty good support uh, from times back in uh, uh, 21. Here's the gap that I'm talking about, 106 to 107. You have no gaps in this, in this stock whatsoever other than this one way back in August of 2020. If we are to come back and cover, you can see if I pull this volume shelf back here to where it was trading right before that gap. Um, and this was when the five for one stock split was announced. Oh, come on. We're going to pull that back here. Is it going to pull it back? It's not going to pull it back. Um, so let's go back. That is July 2020. So let's look. We'll look at a weekly and we'll pull the volume shelf back to July 2020. Uh, because, let's see. Okay. July 2020. And we will look at some of the volume shelves here. Look at the volume shelf right there, about 120. It's, again, it's providing that volume shelf at 126. That would be where I would assume that this current downturn goes down to. At some point in time, it's going to wind up being okay, probably between 125 and 126. Um, this gap down here, you're just too far down. That's COVID. That, that's an outlier. You're not worried about it. But that gap between 120 and, and I think that's where you find pretty good support from this, this volume shelf right here. So everything that I look at in Apple says that. Next one, Amazon. Um, Amazon is one that they're hurting because remember, Amazon Web Services is what drives this company. They were number one. They saw a slight downturn in the last one. Costs are getting out of control. Andy Jassy has to get costs under control for this one to move. Until that happens, I don't see it moving anywhere. You do have a MACD cross-up and the RSI is down at 25. At some point in time this week, this is going to cross up. But it doesn't have confirmation above that nine day. You've got this gap here between 104, 104 and 108. I think very soon that gets covered. It's going to come up here to this 200 day and use the 200 day as resistance, which is at 120. My guess is that that 200-day comes down here to 115 to 111, and that's where you get a, a, a bump. Um, it could be holiday, holiday time. It could be any time. But it's got nothing to say right now that, that, that you should buy this. Um, again, that's Amazon. Netflix, they just announced that they are looking into sports programming, bidding on some of the sports programming. They had a little bit of a bounce. You got out here with an 11% gain right around the earnings. Uh, there's a gap down here to about 243, which I think you'll actually cover on the way down. Um, you can clearly see around earnings, 
it this just thing just pops uh, on volume on earnings. Uh, I would see this volume shelf right here at about 241 being a pretty good volume shelf. So if you can get it between 240 and 250, I think you're okay there. That gap has to be filled down to 243. That would be my guess. Um, so once we get off of Netflix, then we get to Google. G-O-O-G. Uh, because G-O-O-G-L, uh, you know, they buy G-O-O-G. That, that's the one that you want. It's performed 1% better than G-O-O-G-L year to date. This had a cross up at 88.94. You're at 89.08. Are you up today? Um, let's see, G-O-O-G-L. Yeah, you're up slightly, 0.11%. It's because of that. You're right around that nine day. I'm telling you, once you get this support above that nine day, you're good. You've got a gap here between 98 and 103. I think you move back up there. You don't have any catalyst to move it up, but I think this stock just, it, it's too cheap. We'll go over to Finvis and we look at the PE. It's 17. This is a growing company that is at a PE level of a, a just a standard S&P stock. You guys use Google every day. You're watching me on YouTube right now. Guess who owns uh, YouTube? Google. Uh, you guys probably use Gmail. Guess who owns Gmail? Google. You guys probably have searched in the last seven days. Guess who owns that? Google. So I do think that there's opportunities in Fang. I just think you have to pick your pick your spots, pick your entry points, and be smart about it. Um, you know, I, I Apple, I buy and hold. I will probably do some tax loss uh, harvesting later this year around Google, or I'm sorry, around Apple where I will sell some of my losses but take some big long-term gains on Apple. I've never sold Apple. It is a psychological thing. I've never sold it. So um, now that we've done that, let's do BBW for Sam on Instagram. BBW is Build-A-Bear Workshop. BBW I thought was a, uh, a term in the dating realm for uh, some folks who are larger, larger than life. Build-A-Bear, uh, they're making money. Um, let's see. Christmas time, Build-A-Bear probably is a big thing. If you got kids, you've probably been to a Build-A-Bear. Um, the most recent, Doherty and Company, moved it from buy to neutral. The price targets are between $13.50 and $12. Uh, currently, you're trading at $17. I don't see any reason to get into this. Uh, honestly, Sam, I, I think it's going to use that 200 day as probably you do have a golden cross here where the 50 day is moving up, but it's moved up so much from 13. I mean, God, I wish I would have gotten into this one, uh, back in September, 1328 and you moved up to 17. Why? I have no freaking idea. Um, build a bear workshop. Yeah. Three years ago, if you would have put, um, put money into Build-A-Bear Workshop, you'd be up 430%. Um, Motley Fool, October 26th. Three explosive stocks for under $20. Read those. I can't tell you that this one's going back here, but look at that chart. You've covered your gaps. Um, well, let's see. Yeah, I, I think you've got 18 to 19 you have a gap. Here's the thing. Uh, you are 26% off your 52-week low of 23. You're 39% above your 52-week low. Uh, I'm sorry, you're 26% off your 52-week high 
at 23. You're 39% above your 52-week low at about 12. Um, it's got, it's, listen, since October of last year, for the last year, you've been in trading range. This has been a great trading stock. The algorithm, if you bought and held this for 1,000 candles, you've made 322%. Again, like the, the Wall Street article said, if you bought this three years ago, you're up 430%. Uh, the algorithm makes you 59%. Your average win on this is 13, uh, or I'm sorry, 19.72%. You win almost 40% of the time. This is a great, great trading stock. Uh, if you can tell me that I'm going to make 20%, 40% of the time, uh, and I can read the chart and understand, okay, I think this is a good one to get into. Like that 1328 down there. Uh, look at that RSI. It's in no man's land, but it just came off this, this 19 right there on the RSI. And you can clearly see, even if you bought in at this 14 and it dipped down to 13 and it got you out with that big loss, I probably would have stayed in just thinking it's got to go up. But have your stop losses clear, 5%. Buy in on the algorithm. Get my algorithm. Sign up for TrendSpider. Um, VVV for D-Man. And then we'll go into the scans that I did um, and some of the, the energy stocks. We're already 48 minutes on the, algorithm, on the uh, podcast. So VVV Valvoline. This is a great one. Uh, I think... The the learnings from D-Mount are great. He wrote to me, and it's a comment on the YouTube video from yesterday. He's killed it, and he's gotten out. Now, I don't know that I'd necessarily get out of this one. Their earnings are coming up on November 14th. You have a catalyst. It's clearly above that, that, that nine-day. I don't know that I would have gotten out, but like I always say, if you've got profits, take the profits. Don't be ashamed if it continues to go up and you've already sold out because you know what? You made money. Be happy about that. Um, you're, if I pull this back to its recent highs right here, this volume chart, um, you can clearly see it's building this volume chart up here. Uh, if I were to hold it through earnings, I would have a stop at 29. If for some reason they announce something that's going to you know, cause earnings to crater, I would have stopped here at 29. Because if you bought it in 25, you don't want to give it up all the way back to this gap. That's been filled. This gap up here, up to 31.93. You only got 93 cents. No reason to buy into that one. Sell out. It's a good sellout. I think that's a great trade. Great trade on that one. Uh, scans. Went over GOOG already. Um, GOOG is the one. It's got a... Uh, Cross up at on GOOGL as well. Uh, I own GOOGL GL for some reason. Why I do, I don't know. 8894 is the buy in. Uh, I like the chart. I like it to fill these gaps up here between 98 and 102. Uh, this is one that I think you get into on a cross up and I think you buy and hold. Look at that MACD. Look at how it's crossing up and the, the, the RSI is only at 40. Now, are you going back up? I don't know. But with that uh, PE value way down there, I like this one. Deer crossed up. Um, this is one that, it's a double cross up. You had a cross up here at 341. You're at 402. Um, I like this one because their earnings are coming up. Could you see a, a, a bigger move up in this one? If we pull this one back and we go back to its highs, which was back in April, um, they were up at 440. That's a 10% move. 
There's a gap up here between 426 and 430. You're trading at 400 right now. Uh, it's clearly, clearly overbought with the RSI at 62. So I would probably wait to buy this one between, I would say use this volume shelf. Let's pull it back to its highs um, so that I can clearly see this volume shelf here. I think it's, yeah, uh, right here between three, and I hate to give this big of a range, but I would say 380 to 390 is a fantastic price if it pulls back there. 390 to 400 is a good price. So, um, but Deer, clearly, clearly a good mover. And here, let's look at the PE on Deer, because the PE on Deer should be pretty good. Yeah, 20. This is a company that's growing, you know, self-driving tractors. They're a software company. They're industrials, heavy farm and equipment. With a, uh, a, a supply shortage of grain, you're going to see this company just kill it. They're only 10% off their 52-week high of 446, but I think you go back to there with the earnings. Um, look, August 11th, upgrade, inline, outperform. Look at the price targets, 450, 440, 425, 455. Those are all from, from earlier this year, but, but still, I, I can't imagine. Look at it all the way. Initiated coverage, 425. That was April 13th of uh, 2021. So I think Deer is a good one to get into, and that's why I put it in my list. PayPal, this is down today. And so this might be a, a, a pretty good one to get into. Uh, 81.13 is the buy. You're trading at 79.12. Um, PayPal has just gaps all over the place. Um, you've got this gap down here between 74 and 75. You got this gap down here, which has been filled. Uh, let me see. Did this trigger the low was 72? So you've got all these gaps filled and you got the 8113. Now it's going to use that 200 day as a resistance level. Clearly it's going to use that. And that's 86. So you're close to 10% on that one. But PayPal, in my mind, uh, the only thing that's against it is it's uh, multiple, the PE. 46. So you've got some danger. Danger, danger, Will Robinson. Uh, but I think it's 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 gone down enough that I think you could look at this one at 81 and still be pretty good at it. Final scan. Uh, Intel Corporation. Now, I hate Intel. I think the company is run poorly. I think they uh, they just don't do things right. It's a double cross up and you've got a gap down here. But I wanted to bring this up because the chip, chip sector has been doing killer. And I went over SOXL earlier. But here, October 13th at 2633, you're at 28. You've already had earnings. You've got, you're past their dividend X date. You've got volume shelves here. You've got gaps up. You're starting to move up and you've got confirmation. The gap up is at 30. You're at 28. I think you could look to the, the 200 day as providing a resistance level. Look at how it's provided resistance in the past. It just doesn't get above that 200 day. But if you're moving from 27, 26, somewhere around that neighborhood to 32, you've got your 10%. I like that one for a trade. I don't like Intel to buy and hold. I like it for a trade. Um, the one that I like for a buy and hold is Qualcomm. It doesn't have you back in. That MACD is crossing up right now. And it's only because the chips have been running. 
Uh, Qualcomm's ex-dividend date is November 30th. So that's the next catalyst. It's quite a bit away. Um, But when we look at Intel, their uh, PE is 8.79. And this is a badly run company. Their dividend yield is 5.13. Qualcomm, which has Snapdragon, which has self-driving, which has everything going for it. PE is just slightly above at 9. And its dividend is 2.67. So uh, you've got a company in Qualcomm that's actually run well, doing well. You've got a company in Intel that's not doing well, paying a little bit more with a less PE, fewer PE. I, I just think Qualcomm would be your pick. Um, Chesapeake Energy. James wants me to check Chesapeake Energy. I'll do that one. Uh, I'll keep it about an hour. Chesapeake Energy was one that I went over before that had a pretty good cross up um, at $98. You're at 101. Um, it went all the way up to do, do, do 107. So you did get your 10% out of this one slowly. I mean, it was literally just a few days later. Um, you still do have some confirmation. The ex dividend date is November 14th. I wouldn't expect that to be an enormous catalyst for this company in particular. Um, But you can see, look at the last ex-dividend date. It paid its dividend, kind of gapped down. Then you had this run-up from 88 to 103. So uh, my fear is that this gap down here um, between 83 and 85, I don't think it's touching it anytime soon. You can clearly see it's an upward trending stock and it's using the 200-day as its support. So you still have confirmation here. It's slightly below its nine day, but you're kind of capitulating. You had this, it hasn't gotten you out of the $98 yet. You had this button hook. Then it kind of came back all the way to 104 um, yesterday. And it's kind of just floundering around 100, kind of down. I don't know that, you know, necessarily would, would say get out of it, but I don't know that I'd necessarily get into it either. Um, but if you want to look at that one as a long-term, have at it. U-N-L-Y-F. Uh, Unilever. This is, this is a wacky one. Seven. I ain't going over this one. <laughs> That's a wacky one. I'm going to end the podcast. I'll go over your wacky stuff on YouTube. Uh, again, thank you to everybody that writes to me. Thank you for everyone that supports um, I will look at anything that you want to write to me on any of the socials. Um, let's look at Oxy. Oxy's down 3%. Devin's down 3%. Energy's down. It's getting that button hook. Um, I'm, I'm holding on to, uh, Devin. It's below 70. Holding on to Devin. It, it might get out of this one because it's got this gap down here, 62 to 61. But got you out. The the algorithm got you out with 11%. I might get out. I'm in at 53, I think. So, I've got quite a quite a profit on this one. But energy's kind of tanking. Eh, let's see. The markets as I sign off here, down about 1% across the board. If you have any questions, hit me up on the socials. I will be back on tomorrow. Thank you for everyone. See ya.